That's twice in a row that I did a, a big inhale right as you turned up the fader on the music. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm making a habit out of it. There really was no coordination between the two events. It just so happened to go that way. Is it because you want to be more prepared? It, it's my, it's, ver like it's, my ver it's my version of your <clears throat> except you haven't done that in a little bit. A couple episodes I've what been I've been missing your <clears throat> your throat clear. Oh. Uh are you still doing it? Am I missing it? Is it my fault? Yeah, I'm still doing oh, it. Oh, okay. Still I just did it. it. All right, you're still doing it. Yeah. All right. So well you got a coffee on the table if you wanna or is that empty? No, it's still going. Oh, okay. Halfway. Are you a slow coffee drinker? Is that how that goes? I kind of am, yeah. Like a sip. I like to taste sip. it. Yeah, a couple. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A little sip here and there. Uh, today, kicking it off. Look at this. My goodness. School district employee sentenced to prison for stealing over $1 million worth of iPods. Look at that. Mm. Not the Apple product you would expect to be stolen. Not the Apple product you even hear about anymore, but a $1 million worth of those, that's quite a few uh, iPods. Now, I... Why would a school district be buying that many iPods? And then how would you steal them? Ah, so much mystery. But I can imagine. Yeah. I can imagine the iPod because it doesn't have cellular. So I guess it's only connected while you're at school because you have access to certain applications, uh, possibly learning and education application. I don't know. Maybe, maybe YouTube. Yeah. Don't schools give like iPads out to kind of borrow for education purposes? I, I don't, and I don't know why it is our perception around education devices having to be bigger than mobile devices. Like in mm. your head, you're sitting there thinking, "Oh, a laptop, that's for work. Mm. An iPad, that's kind of for work. An iPhone or an iPod, I don't know, you're gonna get any work done on this." Yeah. Anyway, scroll down there. Let's see the details. It may be 2022, but the iPod is at the center of an elaborate theft ring that has now resulted in three people being sentenced to jail time. The United States Department of Justice announced in a press release that it has sentenced three people to prison for their roles in stealing and reselling over $1 million worth of iPod. They still got the, the value associated. Uh, yeah. This happened in New Mexico, and Christy Stock, a former employee of the school district, Sentenced to 18 months in federal prison as a result of her role in that scheme. Uh, they were overseeing a program to provide Apple iPods to school children with the intent of benefiting Native American children living on tribal reservations in New Mexico. Instead, I guess, of that happening, over 3,000 iPods were resold for personal benefit. And this was between the time period. This is all, I guess, alleged at the moment. Uh, between the period of 2013 to 2018, oh, this wow. is according to uh, Department of Justice press release. So this is like a slow trickle. Yeah, they were. Uh, it's not like an instant sale. And it looks right here that the uh, orders were ranging from 100 to 250 units per order, two to three times a year. And uh, Stock admitted she received 800,000 in illegal proceeds from selling these. That's a lot of iPods, man. Wow, few times a year, few hundred, getting yourself all the way up to eight hundred grand, uh, and then and then have to get them on eBay, I guess. Yeah, look at that; they all went up on eBay at a substantial markup. What are you talking about a markup? What do you call those people who hold a lot of uh, material back in the day, like barons, oil barons? She an iPod baron. Well, I don't know if those dudes were stealing it though. 
the guys you're talking about. Right. I guess they they hold a lot of it, right? <laughs> well, like, much like this girl. <laughs> yeah, except for the, how they how she got it. So she's a Come, gangster. Bear. I mean, pretty much this criminal uh, hoarder. Yeah. According to uh, this week's announcement, stock has been sentenced to 18 months federal prison. Wow. And the guy uh, who was selling it, the partner, 66 months, even worse, and even more time in federal prison. Uh, I mean, this is one of those situations where it's like obviously a lot of people. Um, it's weird that it takes so long to get sorted out because you would, man, the, the, the way they can hide these type of schemes, hundreds, all this spending, million dollars in spending, and no one's checking up to see if the iPods even got there. They're just like, yeah, yeah, keep sending the iPods. You're talking about thousands mm -hmm. of iPod touch devices that never got where they were supposed to be going. So, uh, yeah, you would think someone would just look into it. Be like, hey, kid, did you get that iPod that we sent you? Well, obviously they did at one point. Hence this thing. It just took a while. It started in 2013. Here we are, 2022, mm -hmm. nine years after the whole thing started. And uh, there's going to be some gonna be some jail time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sticking with stolen Apple-related things, a gang that stole MacBook Pro blueprints completely has been completely shut down by Russian law enforcement and mm. caught up to them. Uh, this is the R evil group. And I remember talking about this a little while ago. They got their hands. I mean, this is uh, this documentation, obviously not for their eyes. The Russian government says it has dismantled and detained criminal ransomware group. Is it R evil or revil? Whatever, which extorted Apple and launched high-profile ransomware campaigns at the request of the United States. A little collaboration, uh, Russia and the United States on that. Russia's Federal Security Service announced that it and the Internal Affairs Ministry carried out a special operation to take down Revil, which was responsible for a number of high-profile ransomware attacks 2020 and 2021. Here's a quote. Organized criminal community has ceased to exist. The information infrastructure used for criminal purposes purposes was neutralized mm. i love that word neutralized yeah. threat i agree neutralized uh they began the u.s actually state department began offering a reward of up to 10 million dollars for any information related i mean nobody yeah this stuff uh, there's major economic consequences for this stuff and you have uh big when with the ransomware attacks you have big profitable businesses that are uh, in many cases, uh, incapable of continuing to do business when when the these attacks take place. Famously, there was the uh, was it Garmin? It was a that was a big ransomware. Mm -hmm. uh, the pipe that gas pipeline was another mm -hmm. big ransomware. I remember hearing about recently. So it affects a tremendous number of people when this stuff goes down. Uh, so therefore, there's your reward. And uh, in this case, I mean. <laughs> Is it going to be some other one that pops up? Oh, it's quite possible mm. because it's a profitable uh, enterprise. This ransomware stuff. Uh, some of these ransoms, it's out of control. I was, I'm, you know, I was listening to a podcast that's saying many times the experts actually recommend just paying the ransom because they start to do the math on the loss of business in the meantime mm -hmm. and the chance for it to become catastrophic. And they say, you know what? Pay the ransom. And the ransomware dudes, they do the math in advance and say, okay, here's the daily losses this company's going to endure. Uh, and so reputation. It, exactly. And so we're going to come up with, we're going to calculate a number 
that is uh, um, suitable. Yeah. And sure enough, uh, they end up getting paid, but then it just reinforces the likelihood of people continuing to do it. So, but anyway, in this case, uh, for the time being, Revil or R Evil shut down. Uh, here's a here's one that I'm hoping you can actually take a guess on. Uh, this uh, caught my attention. Often, Chrome tabs are used as a, a means to test the um, RAM capability, capacity, man, RAM management capability of your uh, laptop or desktop for that matter because it can be really taxing. Especially getting, Chrome, yes. Getting a bunch of tabs open in Chrome. Now, you, obviously, for this show, have a history of opening Chrome tabs. I go into deep rabbit holes. And a lot of links. If you were looking at your system resources, you'd be like, okay, at a certain point, things are going to get a little squirrely mm. here inside of Chrome with about a billion tabs. But anyway, a uh, couple of users here inside the Mac Rumors forums decided to try to figure out how many Chrome tabs you can have on a 32-gig M1 MacBook Pro, 32 gigs of RAM, obviously. And so the tests were done by uh, this individual, Yerkenis, who is a Mac Rumors member, and uh, opened many multiple non-overlapping Chrome windows on the same screen, launched multiple dozen tabs in each, make each window switch tab every second, effectively forcing Chrome to keep an entire session in memory. So he had a real sort of method to this mm. to figure out how many you can, you can actually use functionally speaking like click around move like links, exactly it's work, yeah. it's working so do you want to take a guess what the top end for the for the 32 gig ram m1 macbook pro i'm gonna say five thousand. <laughs> oh my god whoa <laughs> is that too much that's way too much okay okay maybe uh maybe a thousand it was 680. It started to slow down 680, which obviously That's not big, right? It's way beyond what the average person's going to need to use. Right. The TLDR on this at 380 tabs, the 32 gigabyte is fully responsive. At 640 tabs, it makes the system almost completely busy. Uh, it that seems close to the usable limit. 64 gigs of RAM remains absolutely fluid up to 640 tabs mm. and will likely sustain <clears throat> several hundred more. So, uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's more than anybody, anybody would ever need, but presumably you would uh, be doing other things on your system that uh, could potentially be more taxing than whatever Chrome tabs you happen to have open. I think on the high end, for a guy like yourself or myself, we you maybe would get up to like 30 tabs. On the high end, or do you think do you ever get to fifty? Maybe definitely not six hundred. <laughs> I don't think it's yeah, feasible. Probably not. But no. uh, I've been close to fifty. I would say on a regular basis. Yeah, I know. I get there sometimes too. Just having so closed easy. things down, and I also use Chrome kind of as an OS and and have pin tabs, mm -hmm. and those count. And so if you if you start out with like ten that are pinned, and then you open another twenty, well, you're at thirty right like that. I guess so. navigating would be a nightmare too. Those like sliver of tabs. Oh yeah. You know, yeah, on yeah. that bar. Yeah, you gotta have a decent monitor for all the, all that tab stuff. Mm -hmm. Louis Vuitton has a new smartwatch. And uh that's a flashy, that's a little uh 
I mean, I guess it's Louis Vuitton. He's got to you got to show off a little bit. Yeah, but it's a rainbow effect to it, which I didn't expect. At least with the colors around there, I don't know if you can modify it. Uh, so that's what the front of it looks like. A subtle smartwatch might go unnoticed in the office, but it takes a bolder timepiece to stand out among the fashionistas. Mm. Shout out stuff.tv. Uh, connected wristwear that's guaranteed to turn heads. Louis Vuitton's latest ticker will light up any salon. So it's uh, got a kaleidoscope inspiration here. And the screen bends, it seems like. Light up features a ring of 24 illuminated motifs around the 1.2 inch touchscreen backed by LEDs. These glowing glyphs shine bright whenever you get a message. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so it is, there is a luminescence going on there. So I don't think you have to have that rainbow effect. You could probably change the colors. Mm. The always on AMOLED display can be configured with eight dial setups, each of which echoes design elements from the French fashion house's illustrious history. You can also select from 11 gradients via the partner app. Screen animations will change the suit to chosen hues with LV set to launch themed holiday graphics throughout the year. Mm. In, it's a 44 millimeter case. Inside you have a Snapdragon Wear 4100. However, the software is bespoke. Okay, so it's not Wear OS. I don't know if that's good or bad. Probably for me, not great. Yeah, so it could be better. I, I don't know. Whatever they're trying to do. Uh, I think they they listed the... Did they list oh, the price there? Or you're, are you hunting for the price? No, it's right here. Oh, it is. Oh, baby, that's a price. Ain't yeah. it? That's a price, ain't it? 2,500 euros. 2,550 euros. Yeah. Um, yeah, it'll cost you a few. I mean, it's got the LV name on it, Will. Oh, wow. That looked kind of cool what was going on there. Is that the Game of Thrones? Huh? Is that Game of Thrones or do I have that wrong? Her? Is she from? No. Okay. Uh, I'm. I'm. I, you, you know what? We don't have to. Kind of. But don't, I don't think that's. You, her you know though. what? We don't have to. <laughs> I don't. I know nothing. All right. I watched the first season. That actually kind of looks cool. Now that I'm. You know what? I mean, twenty five fifty euros is obviously. Not gonna be for a lot of people, but. And it's not going to look that good once you got the glass and all the crap and fingerprints and things. But I got to say, as I play with my uh, Withings watch over here, I got to say, Will. Maybe, that could be you. Maybe I'm, uh, maybe I'm, that is Sophie Turner. He's, why, why? That's Sophie Turner? I was right, dude. Wow. She looks different in this, doesn't she? I was right, dude. Hmm. I can't believe you. Can't believe you doubted me. You do know something. I can't believe you 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 gave me the well, you know, Lou, it looks very close. <laughs> well, okay, well, she didn't look like us in the Well, you game know, of that's very cute, Lou. That's all like, I can uh, say. I'm a Game of Thrones fanatic. And, uh, <laughs> it's very cute. You think you know what you're talking about. <laughs> um so are you, wa like are you watching any shows right now? Because you had a real Game of Thrones thing going on. Um, I'm watching this series called Dexter. New Blood. Oh, everybody knows. You don't have to say it like that. Everybody knows what Dexter <laughs> is. Come on, man. I, uh, I made it through the first season of that show about a thousand years ago. I can't believe it. I can't believe they're still doing it. They, yeah, they revised it. Is it a revived re it. A reboot? Is that what it is? Uh, sure, yeah. Right. New blood. Oh, I get the it. Name. Oh, I get it. 
new blood, which is different than old blood. Yeah. I have one more episode left. Oh, okay. And is, are things going well for you? I like it. Okay. Right. I like it. Because Vin's whole thing was lukewarm when the two I know, were talking yeah. about it. I was like, I was very worried. It's hard to continue, to continue to watch it after his whole, uh, what he was putting out. But anyway, yeah. Okay. LV, uh, luxury smartwatch. I don't know what's going on with the luxury smartwatch. A lot of brands have uh, entered. Uh, the other one that comes to mind is Tag. Tag. They, yeah, they did one of these. I think the price was very similar. Uh, but they're more of a watch brand than a luxury brand. Um, LV, maybe more of a luxury. I, I mean, the two things kind of go hand in hand. But I don't know how well these things sell. I don't know who's into it. Oftentimes, I, I get this feeling that if you're going to buy a tag watch, then you're going to buy a traditional timepiece, not a smartwatch. But then you look at these uh, these brands and realize they got to move forward too. And then I don't mind the look of those. I find those to be sort of cool. Yeah. So it's just uh, it's a weird it's a weird zone. Whether you're talking about these or even if you're talking about like the Apple Watch Hermes uh, bracelet, paying two grand for that. It's it when it comes to uh, technology devices and the luxury crossover. It just sometimes the connection seems difficult. Mm -hmm. Today's sponsor, Purple. You probably heard about these guys with the Purple mattress in the past. World famous, ship it to your door. Willie do got the king size going on. They also make a pillow, and this is called the Purple Harmony Pillow. They say no other pillow can compare because no other pillow features the same level of sophisticated engineering and innovation using the same cushioning technology developed for the mattress. The Purple Harmony Pillow features a layer of honeycomb pattern purple grid. What I like is you can order it in a number of different heights. And I didn't even realize you can get a standard size. See, I don't know much about this bedding stuff, but you can get a standard size or a king size even for your pillow. Mm. I guess you got a wider bed. You got to get a wider pillow. So it looks right when it's in there. Or you have a big head. Then you need a king size pillow for a king size head. I'm a side sleeper and they have this thing called gel flex that allows more cushioning to my shoulders and neck. It's also super breathable and doesn't retain heat. Getting a great night's sleep starts with having a great mattress. Get a purple mattress. Go to purple.com slash lulater and use the code lulater. For a limited time, you can get 10% off on any order of $200 or more. That's purple.com slash lulater. Code lulater for 10% off any order of $200 or more. Try your purple mattress risk-free and free shipping and returns. Financing is available too. Also sponsored by ExpressVPN. Protect your online privacy with ExpressVPN. You can get three, a trusted VPN here, uh, uh, both for Blue Later and Unbox Therapy, and we use it around the studio. It works on all your different devices from uh, PC to Mac to mobile devices like Android and iOS. You can even install it right on your browser. Your online activity is your business, period. ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is the best way to hide your online activity from your ISP. Just download the app, tap one button, and you're protected. Visit expressvpn.com slash lulater. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N dot com slash lulater. And you'll get three extra months free. That's expressvpn.com slash lulater to learn more. Last up, we're sponsored by HelloFresh. Take the stress out of Mealtime HelloFresh is America's most popular meal kit. All types of wonderful dishes that you're going to be able to put together yourself in record time. 
Uh, I see one right there. 20 minutes, you could do a sweet chili shrimp and cabbage stir fry. Sounds delicious. I mean, mm -hmm. it's got cilantro and crispy fried onions. Imagine doing that in 20 minutes. It's because it's easy prep. Those yes. are my favorite ones. Things are chopped. So you get to see your ingredients, see your nutrients, slap it together, like I said, in record time, and then get to enjoy the flavors and uh, the healthy choices. The box shows up at the door. You put it together. You enjoy. HelloFresh delivers pre-portioned ingredients to your door, including farm-fresh produce that arrives within a week, so you get the convenience without skimping on quality. Skip the trip to the grocery store, saving you the wait in long lines, ensuring you don't waste money on excess food. A lot of us here use HelloFresh, and the 20-minute meals are a lifesaver. Go to HelloFresh.com slash LuLater16 and use the code LuLater16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. That's HelloFresh.com slash LuLater16 and use the code LuLater16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. Thank you to HelloFresh. Netflix raises prices on all plans in the U.S. and Canada as well, I believe. I don't know this headline says in the U.S. Maybe we'll get more uh, information as we go down. And you're getting the John Deere ad because I mentioned the John Deere thing. That's insane. Yeah, I didn't search for it. But I sent you this link. So I wonder. It's, it's in there. Embedded. It's embedded in the link. There's some kind of... Uh, or it's just listening. Investigation Everything. into the, the... The reason is one of the top stories... Uh, or whatever, I don't know, a, a trending story is this thing of, around John Deere and and the uh, inability to repair it or something, or uh, sort of the monopoly on repair that's going on. I guess Oh, it's, like the McDonald's ice cream machine. It kind of. Go to the top news stories. Let's just, just so we don't leave people completely hanging, let's just do like a brief, uh, there you go. North Dakota farm sues John Deere claiming antitrust violations on equipment repairs. John Deere hit with class action lawsuit for alleged tractor repair monopoly. A lot of people have complained about this in the past. They say, you know, all these proprietary uh, parts and, and right. the, the inability to, to uh, yeah, fix their tractor on their own and having to pay some sort of uh, markup associated with uh, the exclusivity of the repair. Anyway, that's why you got that ad. But let's get back to the Netflix topic. Netflix. Everybody has Netflix. A lot of people have Netflix. Uh, depending on where you are in the world, that will determine how much you pay for Netflix. Uh, the prices have been consistently going up, uh, just like everything else that's get, been getting inflated. It's like mm -hmm. used car prices. But, uh, anyway, as far as the U.S. is concerned, the company's standard plan is going to rise to $15.50 per month from $14. And the 4K plan is going to rise to $20 per month. That's a big threshold. Into the 20 getting more and more like cable, isn't it? Get, we're getting closer, up from 18. I mean, no, nobody's crying about cable, but anyway. Uh, the basic plan, which doesn't include HD, is also rising to $10 per month from nine. So so anyway, this is how it goes. $10, no HD, $15.50 HD, and 20 bucks for 4K. Uh, the prices have steadily gone up in recent years. This is a nice little chart put together by The Verge. Uh, you can see that when 4K originally launched with four screens, 4K and four screens, it was $11.99. That was back in 2013. It's steadily gone up. Uh, it, it was locked in at, for three years at that price until going to $13.99, $15.99, $17.99, $19.99. Now it's almost every year or at least every other year. Mm. 
the price hikes come during a successful but challenging moment for Netflix. The company already has a wealth of subscribers across the U.S., and adding more is a challenge, making price hikes an obvious answer for how it can make more money. At the same time, Netflix is now competing with several other serious streaming services for attention, including Disney Plus and HBO Max, and has been spending big on content in order to keep up, I have to be honest, and we've talked about this with the streaming stuff in the past on this show. In my house, I feel like my kids are maybe more likely to boot up Disney Plus at this point. Mm. So I just, if, whether that means anything to anybody, and, and maybe people can share with me in the comments what's happening in their household. I don't personally have control of that main TV all that frequently. Like, I don't really sit down and say, I'm going to watch this thing. Mm-hmm. But... The people that do seem to be gravitating to, towards some of these other streaming service, services. Of course, HBO Max is in the mix as well. Um, they had a couple of shows they liked over there as well. So, yeah. Uh, but anyway, Netflix goes up in price. Oh, and you, you, you guys tell me as well if you're a Netflix subscriber, is there an amount of money that Netflix goes up to where you're like, I'm out. That's it. It's not worth it. Is it because the twenty once the twenty dollar threshold? It's a giant number. Once a twenty dollars, like, am I getting twenty dollars a month of value out of it? Uh, and if if you feel, if you say absolutely yes, then is it twenty five? Is it thirty? I'm real curious because it's a monthly cost. It's every single month, mm-hmm. and it's not live. You don't get live uh, feeds, right? No, there's no live going on on that. But neither is on Disney, Amazon Prime. Do they have live feeds? I don't know if they do anything live. I mean, the, all the sports apps do live because sports you want right. to watch live. I don't know how many things you need to watch live. Yeah. But you know what else? There's, you can watch Twitch if you need live. Well, Okay. I'll all, watch Twitch. I think it's all live over there. India's richest man is pouring more than $80 billion into green energy. It's been a while since we talked about Ambani on this show. Our boy. Yeah, it's been a while. I don't know. <laughs> maybe he's been a little bit quiet or maybe just the news cycle. I'm not really certain. Uh, but uh, he's he's got this very diversified business going on from uh, obviously telecommunications is what typically comes up with uh, the stuff that we talk about. Um, but this uh, this latest news has to do with a power plant. And uh, I don't know, what was the technology going to be? Let's see. Allocate a whopping 6 trillion rupees, $80.6 billion. That's quite a, quite a couple mm-hmm. of bucks there. Renewable power projects in Western Indian state of Gujarat, where it hopes to help generate a million new jobs. Oh, my God, a million jobs. What a uh, crazy number. That's a lot. Like, I'm going to head over to this uh, state over here and put in a power plant. We need a, we need a million employees. It's just so, such a staggering idea. Anyway, the bulk of the money, $67.7 billion, is going to go towards a new power plant and hydrogen system, the company said in a stock exchange filing. Reliance plans to make the massive investment over a 10 to 15-year period and has already begun scouting for land for the 100 gigawatt capacity site it will also be a new manufacturing hub what do they say from the vision of indian prime minister modi the company's one million job projection includes both direct and indirect new opportunities in modi's home state well i mean if they can deliver it then a million jobs is a million jobs oh by the way they say it's a critical time because coal still accounts for 70 percent of the country's electricity generation 
So like I said, trying to upgrade some of that. I don't know. Cole, Cole gets a bad, gets a gets a rap going mm-hmm. on. I mean, not too many, not too many fans of Cole in 2022. No, not at all. I don't know. Maybe definitely somebody. There's definitely a Cole, there's definitely some Cole guys out there. I guess Santa Claus. He gives out coal. <laughs> Stocking up for all the bad kids. Oh, uh, he's, he's about to run out of his supply. Yeah. He had to go mine it himself or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fortnite. Fortnite news. Okay. Yes, apparently Fortnite's going to make its way back onto iOS after feels like a, quite a while at this point. It is still a cloud version of the game and you can thank NVIDIA GeForce Now. Yeah. Uh, a cloud version of the game for iOS and Android goes into closed beta next week. I was wondering about this. Beta? Closed beta. Oh, right. Uh, Fortnite hasn't been available on Apple's App Store or Google Play Store for 17 months. While the game isn't expected to return to either store anytime soon, it seems players will soon be able to drop on the island once again on their phones and tablets. Unless they're already side-loading a version. I guess that's easier to do on Android than iOS. Or playing console versions remotely. That's right. That's another way mm-hmm. to do it. NVIDIA and Epic Games have teamed up on a mobile version of the Battle Royale that's playable through GeForce now. Desktop version is already available for the service. Of course, the, the difficulty here is it all happens in a web browser, just like other games streaming on iOS. And mm. uh, when I did the recent iPad video, I got a whole taste for all of that. Yeah, Microsoft and it has to be the perfect condition. Well, I guess to each 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 person's going to have their own experience with this, and and uh, whether they they feel that it's a substitute, there's open up some ports. It's still not. (laughs) uh, There's no experience that I've had which is absolutely the same as a local experience playing a game. Uh, There's been some Stadia experiences where I was like, okay, this is you know decent. It's all right, uh, but as far as that real snappy, lag-free, low-input lag type of scenario, I haven't experienced it to that extent. However, if anybody wants to take a crack at it, I guess NVIDIA can take a crack at it. So that lets you uh, load up Fortnite through through Safari on iOS. Mm-hmm. Now, you can what you'll do, obviously, is set up one of these shortcuts on the desktop, which just takes you straight there, like on, on one of your... Uh, screens it'll be an icon you'll just tap that mm. as if you were launching fortnite and then it'll just launch into the browser and you don't need to really worry about it but anyway we haven't heard about this story in a while and i'm curious what's going on with the lawsuit i think it's i don't know if it's on hold or frozen for a moment uh some 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 type of what do they call that when the stalemate no there would be like a ruling and then there would be a what's it called an appeal yeah, you know, when and you got these pe- you, appeal that appeal. When and, you got these big companies involved, everybody's a, you got to appeal. It's got to be an appeal. Lawyers love appeals. You got to appeal. Yeah, it's like, oh, that's the ruling. I'm going to appeal. How many times are you going to appeal? Yeah, <laughs> you got uh, some Dogecoin news. Oh, I guess Elon tweeted that they they want to take. I was listening to him. I'm, I haven't finished the podcast with uh, Lex Friedman, but he's going in on Doge again. Saying uh, he's still into it. Mm. They were talking about what which cryptocurrency would be on Mars, and uh, he's still a big Doge guy. And then he went on, I guess, social media as usual, and 
uh, said that Tesla is going to accept Dogecoin for merchandise on the site. Mm -hmm. Merchandise, I guess, is all your, not the cars, but everything else. The uh, shirts and tequila. Whistles. I got the whistle. Where's the whistle? Did anybody go to the mailbox recently? I got the whistle. Yeah. I should have the whistle somewhere. Has it shipped? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's, I don't know if it's shipped or not. But okay. I didn't pay Doge for it. So not yeah. not sure it matters. I just paid boring, boring dollars for it. <laughs> anyway, so the Doge goes up because the tweet goes out. And I guess it was up 9% today. <laughs> is that, <laughs> is that, a, te is that a, belt, a Texas belt buckle? Yeah, I, I think this one's one. new. Yeah, that yeah. must be new. That's hilarious. Oh man, yeah. You can you can imagine this kind of meme collectibles expanding because it's such a following. Yeah, and you have to collect them all. You like, know, this, there's every opportunity to collect them. Hmm. I just realized something though. It's very Tesla only because I would like to have maybe one of the like some more space stuff. But mm -hmm. I guess that's that's different. It can't really pop up here. It's got to be. It's got to be shop.spacex.com. I guess it has to be shop.spacex.com. But look, you, it's such a simple thing. It's like 12,000 Doge. For the it. cyber quad. <laughs> yeah. Why is that the only one listed in Doge and not those other? Because uh, some some are not. So oh, like oh, okay. uh, you have the whistle, but not the wireless portable charger. This is so. You have the belt buckle. Right. But yeah, not the car model. I guess it's. I guess it depends on when the item was added into their inventory. It looks like the newer merchandise items are the ones that have the mm. uh, Doge price listed. Uh, oh, there's older items with the the mug. I don't know if that's an older item. Never mind. Anyway, it's funny because uh, if you bring up a Doge chart, and I'm sure this is why it's so entertaining, it it fluctuates substantially, obviously, and so. You might catch a deal here if you buy this merch at the exact right moment. Although over the course of the day, it's been pretty, you know, fairly locked in there at 0.24. Do a five-day or a month, though. Yeah, so you got a low of 18, a high of 24. I guess whatever the difference is over the course of the last month is certainly not going to make or break Tesla or Elon. I thought this was actually pretty smart. Play around with uh, buying little accessories mm. and see how the marketplace goes. Um, and Doge gets a little bit of a boost. It is interesting. Yeah, you know, I'm just going to say this. Is the big Doge boost not available anymore? Because from an influencer perspective, there have been some moments which, uh, yeah, I guess it peaked around 0.4. I wonder what it's going to take for it to to make that next big jump. I mean, if it will at all. The peak is still 0.84, at least in the last year. It didn't get higher than that prior, did it? I think just, this was before. Just do a, a max. Before the, uh, just do a max. Yeah. The SNL skits. Yeah. Okay. Around, whatever, around 80 cents. But you're, yeah. you're also in uh, CAD. You're not in USD. Oh, which just right. screws up the whole part because everyone's like, wait, when was it that high? <laughs> but Will's in in uh, CAD, so don't get Apologies don't get carried everyone. away. Yeah, the actual high, more like 64 cents USD. Anyway, you can go buy a whistle with Doge, thanks to Elon. Yeah. 
Uh, oh, yeah, I saw this news. Novak Djokovic. Uh, this was... Uh, well, this story is enormous, first of all. it's I was looking on trending, and it was number two and four and six, all the different sites that talked about it. It's... I don't follow tennis closely enough, probably, to recognize the magnitude, but you have the world number one. It's the number one tennis player. Yeah. So that, what's the context in our kind of universe? Like LeBron? Well, yeah. I mean, if not you, playing like well, the yeah, you mean basketball finals or something. This is a big event, Australian Open, and he was trying to be there, and he's facing deportation for the second time. So he was going to be deported once, and then he wasn't, and he is. Because he doesn't want to get vaccinated. He, uh, and I think, I don't know, he admitted to kind of saying something on the documentation that mm -hmm. wasn't completely true or some, something like this. Uh, anyway, he's facing deportation once more and is expected to challenge the decision by immigration minister. But of course, this story has become even bigger because of the um what well, we just just did the general conflict around covid and uh uh lockdowns and like in 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 australia the the they've got some some numbers going on as far as uh cases are concerned cases are way on the rise and then and then he's like, I don't want to get vaxxed. I already had COVID, is what he's saying. And they're saying, we're, we're they're saying, we're, we're telling everybody in the stadium to be vaxxed, is what they're doing. Mm. Like em employees and uh, the audience. Workers. Yeah. Workers, yeah. Yeah. The workers and, er and everybody else. And, and they're saying, so we're not making an exception for you. And he's saying, you got to make an exception for me. Because I'm, I'm the best. I'm, no, I'm, I'm number one, and I just had COVID. So I'm not about to do that to, to my body. I don't know what they're going to do he's, here. he's sticking with his guns, right? Absolutely. And it seems that, we, that they are now right down to it. You are right in the thick of it. Where you have a country with exploding numbers. You have people who were already... I mean, I've seen clips of people in the street uh, protesting lockdowns. And so you have differing opinions. And now you have a focal point, a number one tennis player, squarely in the middle of that debate. Mm -hmm. and Who is clearly one-sided. And holding his ground. Mm -hmm. And so he's, he's like, uh, you will start to understand why this story has uh, been so popular. Do you, is there anyone behind him what do you mean like even other players that oh, support not, him actually i'm not sure that's a good I, I i would have to think people being pretty quiet on this one uh uh djokovic has been outspoken about his thoughts against the covid19 vaccination although he hasn't confirmed his unvaccinated status it's assumed that he remains unvaccinated djokovic was given a medical exemption in order to travel to australia which has strict guidelines right now against the virus, the Australian Open, also had rules in place that players must be vaccinated to compete. So that's where the documentation comes into play. And I'm mm -hmm. sure I read it somewhere that there was some question about how he filled out um, a form upon entry. But the crazy part is he's allowed to travel there, but then he was in some type of quarantine until he was ordered to be released. Again, I realize that people are sitting there saying, well, 
uh, he's a world number one tennis player, but uh, there's a lot of other people sitting in those type of terms mm-hmm. that don't want to be doing that as well. But of course, it's going to be, um, it's going to gather far more attention when it also happens to be the world's number one tennis player. They're just not used to traveling around the world, getting shoved into quarantines, which is part of the reason why one of the conversations here around the Olympics and NHL players not going was this, this, uh, there was talk of these extended quarantines on either side of it that Mm -hmm. would affect their season and, it was just like, okay, not worth it type of thing. I think this also makes it very complex because it's not a team game. Like you you can definitely be singular and you can have your own locker room and you can play on the court singular. So there is space, right? What makes it complicated, I think mm. if you're like a <laughs> interesting NBA team, right? Like you're you're with your teammates and right. you're in a locker room, you're all together. Whereas this is more Oh, uh, okay. Singular. Okay. You know? Interesting. Right? Uh, I I just think that there is, this is very, like, it's even more complex because of this. Well, it's okay. And then the other part is, he was denied access into the country. Then he appealed his visa status and won the appeal. And he was allowed to enter the country for the Grand Slam. So, like, he was denied, approved, and denied mm. again. So, it's a lot of back and forth involving this immigration minister. And now... People have put their name on the line. Now mm. people are embedded. The heels have been dug in. The Australian Open draw announcement was delayed 75 minutes, and people suspected that meant Djokovic's name would not be on the list. But to many people's surprise, Djokovic, Djokovic sits at the number one spot in the men's single draw. So he's still listed. What an interesting story. It's like, a, it's like somehow this whole... Uh, conversation and all this energy and attention and conflict and disagreement has boiled down to a to a tennis tournament and what's going to happen and the world number one is kind of in the middle of it and you and and you have the perfect storm for an absolutely massively trending story for uh, 2022 i guess the open is happening right now Okay, so this was nine hours ago. Maybe maybe something has changed at the time that you're watching this clip. If so, update in the comments. But uh, yeah. we're going to have to watch and wait. Mm-hmm. Oh, sticking on this topic for a second, this was a clip that also went very viral. Again, coming in from uh, Joe Rogan's podcast, which is getting a tremendous amount of attention right now. Uh, there's some numbers getting thrown around 40, 50 million viewers per episode. And in this clip, what's interesting is... Uh, Joe, Joe is talking about, um, I'm forgetting the word right now, uh, myocarditis, this, this, uh, inflammation of the heart, um, heart condition that has been associated with, uh, COVID and, uh, COVID, um, vaccines. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so he seems adamant in the clip that COVID itself is not necessarily correlating with myocarditis in young people. And then in real time, it appears that he is proven otherwise, or at least there's a dispute around it. By his guest. By his guest, Josh Josh Zepps. And then he says, if anyone is going to make me look dumb on the podcast, I'm glad it's Josh Zepps because I love him and he's awesome. However, this is why I'm confused. And then he featured some other data uh, from uh, Substack. I'm forgetting the guy's name right now. Another doctor who interpreted the data. 
and suggested that in certain circumstances, yes, uh, vaccine can be associated with increased myocarditis risk for a certain group. Of course, it's all in this thread, and you can read uh, both sides of it. But what was interesting to me was the follow-up from Joe specifically and how he kind of... uh, after seeing the clip go viral, you can scroll down because I want to talk about his response. He first said, "In uh, I, I'm glad Josh Zepps on the podcast brought this to my attention. Then he followed it up by saying that video is cringy, but it's what happens when you stumble in a long form podcast when you didn't know a subject was going to come up and you wing it. And I just appreciate this particular comment. Uh, and I, and I kind of wish that there was more of it. Now, I know, I realized that the video clip was already going viral. The original post of it had like seven or eight million views. But when you're talking a lot and you're having these conversations and you're being that uh, open, the way that you phrase things, and uh, there's all types of opportunities to, as he says, stumble in a long-form podcast. But then to come out out and, and call yourself cringy it uh, showcases that you're, you're like everybody. You're gonna, mm-hmm. you're gonna, um, you're gonna stumble. But uh, either way, there's all, all, all this, all these uh, papers and studies are listed over here, and yeah, there seems to be uh, um, some sort of a Moderna component, second dose Moderna component. If you look at the uh, the data over there, if you happen to be interested in it, but man. In the age of uh, social media and like trying to navigate this stuff, Will, for the average person. Oh, God. Trying to navigate your behaviors on a daily basis. And it is, you and I the other day, we're looking on trends. We're looking at the word COVID compared to uh, the weather. Yeah. Like it's it's more important to people right now than the weather. Mm. It's uh, more important. We were trying to uh, input other words. What was the other one we put in? Food. <laughs> We're trying to compare uh, COVID volume of human interest around the globe in the form of search compared to food or restaurants or, uh, like I said, weather. It's just consumed the whole planet. And so people, us, Joe, Josh Zepps, CNN, whoever, whoever you want to name, kind of trapped in this uh, cycle of of citing data and then new data and then new studies and then mm-hmm. apprehension and then uh, you know one one group being angry at another group and it's it's uh I mean it can Spotify gets involved oh, yeah, too Spotify there's the with Spo- the doctors right and- the Spotify story and it's always Spotify that has to do something and it's just yeah it's a lot, but anyway, this particular follow-up, I appreciated that follow-up mm-hmm. big time. Uh, what's this one? Oh, we this is correlated to the oh, last yeah, one. Yeah, yeah that's There's fine. Link. Oh, this is a this one was weird to me. Uh, staying on the topic, but not really staying on the topic. Face masks apparently make wearers look more attractive. Come on, get out of here. In in what way? <laughs> maybe if you're really uh. Maybe if, Maybe uh, maybe if you got something to hide in the first place. Oh man. Um, maybe there's like an imagination there. 
Go you know, on. like kind Go of on, like Will. the uh, lower half. Uh, people. Well, you got. I mean, what? that's one of the reasons why people in different cultures like cover themselves, right? Go ahead, Will. <laughs> Keep going. It's because they want to mask uh, some sort of like. I don't think you really know the answer to that. Come on, man. You're about to stumble. <laughs> There's in a long, an imagination. You're about there. to stumble in a long form podcast here, and then you're gonna have to uh, write about how cringy that moment was. Pull it, Joe. Yeah, I don't know. You you could be right. For the record, you could be right. I think there's a lot of reasons why. Uh, but in this case, the function of the mask is obviously separate, and uh, uh, I never really thought about the look of it. But apparently, this research study they did at Cardiff University, uh, experts have discovered a surprising new reason to mask up. The study, published in the Journal of Cognitive Research, Principles and Implications, measured how different types of face masks changed the attractiveness of 40 male faces. They discovered the type of covering matters. Blue medical masks were found to increase facial attractiveness more than any other type of mask. What is this? Is this like a doctor thing? And it's only males, eh? I don't know why the study was only hmm. on male faces, but we wanted to test whether this had changed since face coverings became ubiquitous. Our study suggested faces are considered most attractive when covered by medical face masks. What an in interesting research. I mean, 40, 40 faces does not, eh, I guess, I don't know how many people were polled on the attractiveness of those 40 faces. Did they say? Billion. They, you would probably have to click on that link. Oh, there we go. 43 female participants. Not a big enough sample size. 43 female participants. Yeah, you're right, Will. I don't know. Maybe there's a mystery component. Maybe there's like a ER, Gray's Anatomy component. Mm, like sophistication there? I, I don't know. I, I don't. I'm just talking. I'm just making noises over here. Like, because I'm just wondering, why does it have to be a blue medical face A blue mask? one. Uh, a, a plain black covering um, is not going to do it, you know? Also, I'm going around town. My The masks I have are black. If, if I had to pull a mask... Yeah, I, you're very unattractive. That's, that's you, what I'm saying. You, you got to get the blue ones, man. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I thought we were about to put these things away. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, it's a style point. All of a sudden, this uh, this news gets out. I would think the black one would be more attractive, no? I wasn't doing it for attractive when, when, I, when I was <laughs> no, wearing just it. Saying. I just, it actually, uh, um, to me, it's more subtle. Like, the blue one is so medical. Like, it is, yes. Anyway, I don't, it doesn't. Okay. We're about to be done with these. We're about to. This is about to be over, anyways. Says you. Yeah. Yeah. Tail end. Tail end. Right. Last one. Tail end. Anyway, the story that that uh, captivated YouTube, and I think it was number two on trending, is the three point five million dollar fake Pokemon card scam that apparently Logan Paul was part of, and uh, he put out a video uh, recently, which is the first in a little while. I don't know how frequently he's posting recently. I think he's trending number one still. Number one? I thought it was number two. Oh, number one. You're right. I better shut up. Trending number one. I lost $3.5 million on fake Pokemon cards. And in this video, uh, essentially what you have is uh, this box, this unopened sealed box of Pokemon cards. And there's experts looking at it and they assume that it's real. But in the video, they slice the tape and, uh, well, I don't want to spoil the whole video, but you can probably guess what happened. Well, it's not spoiling. He says, I lost it. <laughs> yeah, wait, I wait mean, a judging second. by his wait face Wait a second. Well. He said he lost it on fake Pokemon. Well, they weren't, 
They were fake in the sense that it was labeled as Pokemon cards, but inside the boxes was G.I. Joe cards. So you get to see... You still can go watch it because you get to see the reaction. And also appreciate the editing. And appreciate the editing and uh, just the emotion in the room there. Uh, and, of course, it seems to me and also to you that you get to launch an entirely new video series as a consequence of this yes. uh, video. You get to the seven-minute mark, and it's like, oh, we we got to track down who we bought this from. And it's like, tune in next week, and that's kind of what they're doing. So, uh, But... Well, I feel like there's even another meta story in here where he can probably promote some sort of NFT thing with like tracking authenticity. product. Authenticity, yeah. yeah. I mean, I in, in this case with these types of collectibles, I don't know that it might be a little bit late, but people were skeptical of the original first edition cardboard box that he posted. They're saying, hmm, I feel I'm a little, uh, I'm not so certain that you got what you think you got. But that's another thing that's weird about it is there's a handful of experts in the space as far as authenticating these things. And uh, condition is often an important part of the condition is often the fact that things are sealed and can't really be examined. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, imagine spending three and a half million on a cardboard box, which may or may not have. Yeah, you never know until you open the it. cards in there. So. And, of course, you can't cut a deal that has you opening it because no one wants it to be opened if they happen to buy it themselves. So it's all very uh, interesting collectibles, and it's hot right now. Pokemon staying hot. Been around. Stays hot. Yeah. I just want to mention this poor company that was responsible for authenticating Logan Paul's purchase of the Pokemon cards. Uh, they're getting hit right now. Like harassed mm. by like saying okay like what about my cards that's authenticated by you you know like are they fake no i wouldn't know but you apparently are the arbiter of trust that's your business and all of a sudden like we can't trust you anymore so they made out a statement here in march 2021 we were asked to provide our good faith opinion and verify that the pokemon case had not been previously opened or tampered with we evaluated it, and in our opinion, the case was in its original state. This past Saturday, we opened that case to verify our opinion, and we're extremely disappointed to learn that it was inauthentic. We have authenticated tens of thousands of sealed card produ products for over near for nearly 20 years and have meticulously developed a structure and framework to provide our expert opinion. We are reevaluating re our approach to all sealed cases going forward. We've also decided to halt the review of Pokemon or Yu-Gi-Oh cases or boxes until we assess and revise our processes to avoid this happening in the future. Well, it's Man. two it's two pieces to it. Uh, the first, yes, embarrassing for them, but they were evaluating something that's very difficult to evaluate. It's not like it's the card itself. It's a box that a has... A sealed box. It's, it's pretty tough. It's, it's pretty tough and very high value. Uh, and they were asked to say, hey, do you think this box has ever been opened before? And they said, it doesn't look like it's been opened before. Obviously, they were wrong. Uh, on the flip side, they've gotten some attention. I don't know. They got guys like you. Maybe can, maybe you, can you go buy some baseball cards off them, Will? Send them a few bucks or what? <laughs> See, that's the thing. I don't trust them anymore. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, I don't know. know. I don't know what to tell you, man. It's. Uh, I mean, these poor guys, too. I feel bad for them. It's. This will come, this will be like an absolute asteroid hitting them. 
that Logan yes. Paul walks in their store and he's like, hey, can you authenticate this? Imagine being put in that position. You know what I would probably do? That's the CEO. Knowing, the knowing what was about to happen, I would just back off completely and say, listen, I'm not in a position to make that call. As much as you would want to make that call. Uh, but either way, I feel like they're going to go back to the guy they got it from. I mean, it's a whole video series, so I, I, they're going to figure something out. Yeah. But, uh, but I agree with you, Will. I mean, you don't, no need to go uh, get super angry and send death threats to anyone. I don't, yeah, it's not like Logan Paul, like, it's not blaming him or anything, you know? It's just an unfortunate situation. Well, it's very, yeah, it's unfortunate all the way around, but, and I hope that he can find some sort of solution. But, you know, Hopefully. nothing, nothing is perfect, man. No practice is perfect. Some people are better than others, some are more reliable than others, and, but we all fail at one point or another. Yeah. All of us. Yeah, exactly.